Go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lee Carson, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League. Welcome back to Season 5 of League Castle. Plenty of things changing, certainly not the intro, and certainly not, unfortunately, for a lot of you, the hosts. Uh, Chris McPherson back with you to kick off another season of League Castle and looking ahead to the Newcastle Rugby League. Just a short episode to kick us off this week. We're going to catch up with former NRL match official and now general manager of the real NRL, the Newcastle Rugby League, looking after the Denton Engineering Cup and all the lower grades, Adam Devchich. So we'll take some time to catch up with him. But before we get into this week's short but sweet show, we do want to mention our great new sponsors. So, League Castle, brought to you by Sharp DS Central Coast, uh, purveyors of all of your printing supply needs, so printers, scanners, etc. Make sure you get in touch with Nathan and the team at Sharp DS Central Coast if you're looking for those sorts of solutions for your business. Also, Shipley Meets at Rutherford. They are coming on board as well to partner with us and bring us all of the Newcastle Rugby League action. So thanks to them that we've got Adam Devchich on today. We'll also have on board some other sponsors during the year for some different pieces, which we'll fully clarify and announce a bit more formally in good time. But we'll be welcoming on board MVR Painting and Lake Macquarie Forklifts as well. Uh, more sponsorship packages and opportunities available and hopefully we'll be adding to some more of those which will allow us to have some prizes of some different things including uh, the Statsman Performer of the Year, Josh Spiegelman, will be back as we get closer to the season proper so don't fear, we'll have that back again and see who can dethrone the joint winners from 2022 in Cameron Spider-Anderson and Matt Soper-Lawler. Uh, on top of that, we're looking at maybe a tipping competition for the Real NRL and a few other options. So feel free to throw some suggestions in uh, in terms of things you'd like to see in terms of involvement with the show, additional pieces. We can't wait for the season to get underway. It's only a matter of a week away for the first of the trials for the rep side, and then we head into more action for club trials, the rep side kicking off their country championship campaign. Uh, we've also got the Newcastle Knights or the Newcastle Maitland Region Knights kicking off their Laurie Daly and Andrew Johns Cup this weekend up at Cessnock. So there's plenty of footy action. It's still summer, but the footy is here. But without any further ado, let's take some time to chat with the general manager of the Newcastle Rugby League. Okay, well, kicking off episode one of season five of League Castle, we're fortunate enough to have the new general manager of the Newcastle Rugby League, Adam Devchich, joining us uh, for this episode. Welcome to League Castle, Adam. G'day, Chris. How are you? Going well, mate. Uh, great to get you on. Uh, I noticed you've been starting to do the rounds a little bit. You'll be keeping very busy as the season, uh, I guess, is just around the corner. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, uh, The off-season doesn't last long. No, it certainly doesn't. It feels like only yesterday we were watching the Pickers go around and uh, win the comp to wrap up season 2022, and then they doubled up and won the President's Cup as well. They'll undoubtedly have a target on their back, but a new side, I guess, that uh, well, not a new side in terms of actual clubs, but a new entrant into the, into the Denton Cup is the Northern Hawks. That's got to be exciting for you coming on board as, for the first time in a long time, a brand-new entrant for the first time comes into the Denton Cup. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think uh, having a having a team up in the Port Stephens area is uh, is is really important for for footy in the area. You know, I think uh, Port Stephens has about seventy seventy thousand people live up that up that way now, and so to have a a club represent um, that area, I think uh, I think is uh, is super important, and you know, like. Uh, I think we need to to give a lot of credit to Andrew Chapman uh, and his team up there. It's it was quite a quite a process, quite a lengthy process for them to uh, to get into the Denton Cup, and so for their their perseverance and their and their resilience, I think um, I think they deserve all the credit in the world for for sticking with it. Yeah, certainly it was um, it was certainly a few eyebrows raised when they first came into the competition as to how that would work. One being based up there after we'd had teams that, you know, had folded in the past with, you know, we had the Blues and then the, the Port Seven Sharks sort of replaced them. But also in terms of how it would be embraced by the community with their heavy ties, the Indigenous community, but that's really taken taken itself to a whole other level. And it's great to see, obviously, you know, someone like yourself who's been involved at the NRL levels knows uh, the footprint that the Indigenous community has in our game. So it's great to have, I guess, that pathway really pronounced as well for them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I think that's right. And you know, uh, like I said before, I think um, you know it wasn't a it wasn't a five a five minute job. They um, they presented a business case to to our board, um, and and you know our, our board approved that, and and as did the uh, the New South Wales Rugby League board. So uh, you know, I think sustainability is a is a big deal, but it's a big deal for any club too. Um, so you know, you need that balance between uh, growth and, and sustainability. And like I said before, I think um, Andrew and his team up up there have done a uh, a great job to uh, put together a um, the business plan that they have and um, a plan that will see them be sustainable over the over the um, the, the long term. Yes, yeah, certainly. And I guess in terms of that, we've been in the fortunate position. Not a lot of competitions have been in the position the Denton Cup's been in over the last couple of years where we've brought in two teams, obviously Wyong returning after having previously been involved in other iterations of what was the Tui's Cup, the entrants joining as well. Now we're at 11 teams. Is continued growth on, I guess, the agenda in the future? Obviously, as you talked about sustainability, that key word, but is you know, future growth and there's a buy currently in the competition, is that something that the, that the league will look at in the future years or is that something that hasn't really been addressed yet? Uh, I, look, the fact that there's a buy in the competition, I, I, I don't think is a, is a big deal. I think what is a, is a much bigger deal is making sure that the clubs that are in the competition are, are sustainable. I don't think we I don't think we go, oh, we, we need another team in the competition just so we don't have a buy. But the sustainability of, uh, of the Hawks and the, and the existing clubs are, um, are, are paramount before we we look elsewhere. So it's not it's not something that's um, that's uh, on the agenda at this point. No, no. Well, that's understandable. And as you say, that that being sustainable for those eleven clubs, the last thing you'd want is to bring in another club that is at the expense of one of the others. I know some people have also talked about potential for other Central Coast sides to come in in the future. I'm guessing, again, that sustainability of their participation in the Central Coast competition, which Wong and the entrants are adhering with, would be a key consideration as well if that was in the future? Oh, yeah. Yeah, look, I think uh, the sustainability of footy on the Central Coast is is um, is super important. And, and, you know, I think the addition of Wong and the entrants into our competition actually helps 
the Central Coast competition. It helped equalise that competition. You saw Tukli won um, the first grade premiership on the Central Coast, um, I think, for the first time ever last year. Now, would that have happened if Wong and the entrance were, were still around? Um, who knows? But I think given the strength um, of Wong and the entrance to have them come and play in our comp, I think that, that strengthens our comp. Um, but I think I also think it helps uh, equalise the, the Central Coast competition. So, you know, when when you're looking at these sort of things, you need to. Um, it's not just about the Denton Cup. It's about um, it's about um, you know footy across the greater region. And um, so, any addition to our competition couldn't you know we, we wouldn't we wouldn't entertain that if we thought it was at the expense of another one. Yes, yeah, certainly that makes sense and. I guess in terms of the competition, it's only sort of six or seven weeks away till we kick off the competition proper. What is, what is it that's got you most excited about season 2023 and, and what we've got to look ahead at? Oh, well, you know, I, I think, um, you know, I, I think our competition uh, is probably the strongest in the in the state outside New South Wales Cup. So, you know, seeing that, seeing that quality footy week in, week out is... Um, is exciting in itself, and you know, as happens most years, you know, there's there's new players that uh, add a add a new dimension to the to the competition. Um, obviously, I think David Fafita is coming into the entrance, and and Cessnock have uh, have uh, have recruited Braden Musgrove and Luke Huff, and um, and the Hawks have got some some good new signings. So you know, how does that you put all that into the melting pot and and uh, um, and you see how how uh, how that all unfolds, and um, you know, with a bit of luck, uh, you know, in my position, I, I would like to see you know as as equal a comp as as we we can, because you know you want to be going, uh, you want everybody going to the ground each week, um, thinking that that their teams are a chance of winning. Yeah, certainly, and and obviously Maitland, they'll have their target the target on their back, but as you said, been quite a bit of I guess intra-competition movement with players moving around. We've seen the likes of Ryan Walsh head down to uh, Wyong. We've seen a couple of the Central boys go up to the Hawks, as you've talked about. There's some others that have moved around. West's uh, undoubtedly working with Rick Stone at the helm, and there's some of those NRL players coming in to the competition from external or former NRL players, um, like Fafita and Arona down in um, the entrance, etc. If we have a competition that's a little bit more level on the back of last year, then that's just going to be a whole... I guess, another gear to get bums on seats and hopefully have some bigger crowds and more people getting around local rugby league. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's what it's all about. You know, I think we need, um, like I said, from my point of view, uh, as equal a competition as we can, as we can possibly have. Um, because yeah, that's, that's what gets you bums on seats and that's, um, that's what gets more people through the door. And, you know, I think that's in every club's interest to have, um, to have more people come, come through the door it certainly is and uh, we talked about it before sort of six to seven weeks till the season starts but something a little bit closer to home to look forward to is the return of the Newcastle Rebels and the first grade players into that country championship competition Uh, and they'll have an absolute cracker of a game to kick off on I believe it's the 4th of March against the Central Coast which will be boosted by the likes of David Fafita and Tinerau Arona who'll join Mitch Williams and Luke Sharp who we saw in our competition last year in the Central Coast side so that'd have to have you excited as well yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it's brilliant that um, that the Rebels are back in the country championships for the first time since uh, since 2017, I think. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's 
that that is really exciting, and so that's a that's a knockout competition. And like you said, our first game was against the Central Coast at Murray Breen at um, at one fifty on the fourth of um, on the fourth of March. But prior to that, um, next weekend actually, we we will um, the Rebels will play a trial against the the Knights New South Wales Cup team. Uh, at Cessnock, uh, which will be on next Saturday. So, um, yeah, so the boys will have a, a hit out first, and and I think um, one of the one of the really um, attractive things for the guys in the Rebels team is that at the end of the the country championships, a uh, a country side will be picked uh, to play City on the weekend of, of May six and seven. So there's uh, there's country jumpers. Uh, up for grabs in that country championship, so not only is there an opportunity to um, to win that, and we've got a we've got a really great history in the, in the country championships, but there's also the the carrot um, for the players individually um, to to grab a uh, possibly grab a, a country jumper at the end of it. Yeah, certainly a couple of pieces of uh, enticement on the line, as you say, and great to see looking at that squad that's been named as well. Eight of the nine Newcastle clubs, because as we said, the Central Coast-based clubs, so the Wong and the entrants go into the Central Coast side, but eight of the yeah, nine right. clubs represented. Yeah, which is, you know, which is great, you know, and, uh, you know, if I come back again to the equalisation of the competition, you know, that um, that that goes to that. Goes to that. Um, Obviously, there's uh, mate. We've got several, so Cessnock. Um, I think Macquarie got a few too. But it's, yeah, you know, the more clubs we can have represented, um, you know, the, the more equal it shows your competition. Yeah, certainly. Um, as you say, that's the uh, desired outcome. If we get back to, I think it was the year before COVID when we headed into the last round and teams could move from second down to about seventh, depending on results of the last round. That'd be the ideal outcome. Um, but certainly, uh, on top of the coverage and, and the games being on, uh, I, I saw that you guys were promoting last week the Newcastle Rugby League podcast. Uh, we'll be back this year. You'll also have the audio calls, I believe, as well as the live streams at Bar TV. So, so much opportunity for people to engage with their sides, even if they can't get to the grounds on the weekend during the season. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's that's 100% right. And it all starts, we have our, our season launch on... Um, Friday afternoon, the tenth of um, the tenth of March. Uh, that'll be at McDonald Jones Stadium, and that will be. Um, you can actually buy tickets to that event. That's going to be hosted by Matty Johns, uh, Danny Badiris, and Kurt Gidley will be coming along too to tell their, their stories from days gone by. And uh, we'll also have um, um, Newcastle Rugby League players and coaches there to, to do a bit of a, a, a Q and A. So that should be a really cool afternoon. So that's. Um, that's on Friday, the, the 10th of March at 2 o'clock. And over the next couple of days, we will um, we will start our, 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 uh, our ticket sales to that because that'll be a bit of a, a sportsman's lunch, if you will. Yeah, that, that's excellent. I think that would be, from, from certainly from my memory and involvement in Newcastle, really the first time that's been, a, I guess, an open to the public ticketed event, which is a, a really great initiative. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So we've, we've uh, in the past, we've done it on sort of a Wednesday night and done some media interviews but um, we uh, yeah we thought we'd try something a little bit uh, a little bit different and and that's what we've landed on so that should be a, a, a pretty cool afternoon certainly will be so in terms of the competition more broadly obviously the Denton Cup is the the prize piece uh, is there other changes other developments to the broader Newcastle Rugby League competition structure that people can expect to see this year or is it going to be very similar to, to seasons gone past no it'll it'll be the same um, 
it will be the same as it was last year. That is, we'll have our um, our reserve grade and under-19s competitions. You know, I think one of the things that we do need to look at is um, is getting to a point where we can have a, a Denton Cup version um, for for the for the women's. Um, I think that's really important. You know, it's not no surprise or um, no secret that uh, the women's game is growing uh, exponentially, and with the success of, of the NRLW um, Knights team winning the competition, you know that's only going to add to that. And so, we need to provide a um, a pathway uh, for um, for women into you know the likes of Tasha Gale and. Um, uh, Harvey Norman Women's Premiership and, and the NRLW. I mean, in a lot of ways, I think the the pathway for the women is uh, is um, well, certainly it's as important as as the men. And the reason I say that is because you don't have the depth um, in the women's game yet. Where are the Knights going to get their next Tasha Gale girls from? Where are they going to get their next Harvey Norman Women's Premiership girls from? Um, and I think the answer to that is. Uh, Yes, you can you can uh, get them from other areas. You can you can pick your millie balls, put them into NRLW, but um, you need a, I think you need a strong um, local women's competition. And so, getting to the point where we can have a uh, a women's version of the Denton Cup is is super important. Uh, so we can provide that that pathway into those um, representative. Uh, programs for the for the for the girls. Yeah, certainly, and and a great opportunity, I guess, for for them to progress and have more of the uh, the, the uh, Olivia Higgins and Taylor Predabons of the world, Jesse Southwells, to come through those ranks and have the ties for the rusted on fans to be able to, you know, the the Lakes United fans to be able to say, well, well, that's a Lakes United junior that's gone through to the Knights, like we used to have with the Knights men's side quite frequently. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. No, well, lovely. Well, thank you, Adam, for your time this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Uh, just to recap, those dates coming up, mate, we've got the trial game which against the Knights for the Rebels, which is to be held where and when again, just to repeat? Uh, it's it's uh, next weekend, so it's Saturday, I think that's the 11th of Feb, yep. at, uh, at Cessnot Sports Ground. Then our, our Rebels round one match is on Saturday the 4th of March against the Central Coast Murray Green Oval. Uh, one fifty is kickoff for for that game. Our round one of our competition is the weekend of twenty five, twenty six of March, um, and you can see the uh, the draw online. Yep. And our season launch will be Friday the tenth of March at McDonald Jones Stadium. And keep an eye out on Facebook and Instagram uh, and our website uh, because that that will be available for. Uh, the public to buy to buy tickets to what will be a, a sportsman's lunch afternoon with Maddie Johns, but Danny Bedeiris and Kirk Gidley and Co. Lovely, mate. Well, we'll make sure to reshare those links on our pages as well. But of course, if people aren't already following them, make sure you get on the Two's Newcastle Rugby League on Facebook and Instagram. Follow along; you'll get all your updates there. Mate, I know certainly for us at League Castle, we can't wait. By the sound of it, you're pretty excited and can't wait too. So uh, bring on season 2023, and uh, thanks again for your time. Absolutely. Great. Thanks for your time, Chris.
Well, as promised, it was short but sweet. Great to have a chat with Adam and have a look at what the plans are for the season ahead. Of course, do not forget those dates. We've got Saturday the 11th of February up at Cessnock Sports Ground with the Rebels taking on the Knights New South Wales Cup side in a trial. That'll be an absolute cracker. We then head forward to the 4th of March down at Murray Breen Oval. The Newcastle Rebels taking on the Central Coast rep side in the first round of the country championships. So again, well worth making the trip down to Canwall. Uh, if you want to look a little bit further ahead, the 10th of March, 2pm, the Sportsman's Lunch and Season Launch featuring Matty Johns, Denny Badiris and more uh, for the Tui's Newcastle Rugby League. And then, of course, we get to the 25th and 26th of March for the season proper kickoff. On the Saturday, it'll be Cessnock taking on South Newcastle at Cessnock Curry and Maitland in a Coalfields derby down at Curry. Wyong will host Macquarie in a mouth-watering encounter at Morrie Breen. And then we head to Sunday, Central Newcastle will host the star-studded The Entrance with their, all their NRL experience joining them under the stewardship of Jamie Forbes. The Northern Hawks will make their first appearance in the Denton Engineering Cup first-grade competition as they host the Western Suburbs Rosellas at Tomary Sports Ground. Lakes United, they'll have the bye in the first round, but they will be chomping at the Bit Bubba's boys for round two, and they will undoubtedly make an impact this year and will be looking to improve on that season they had last year. So, so much to look forward to. Rugby League is just around the corner. Again, don't forget, we do have those development competitions, the Newcastle Maitland Region Knights. They do kick off this weekend up at Baddeley Park at Cessnock. They take on the Northern Rivers Titans in both the Andrew Johns and Laurie Daly Cup competitions. From 10 a.m. for the Andrew Johns Cup, 11.20 for the Laurie Daly Cup. Also this weekend, we have the start of the Harold Matthews, the SG Ball and the Tasha Gale Cup competitions. They will be the Knights taking on North Sydney Bears. Those games will be played at Hills Grammar, Kenthurst also on Saturday. 10 a.m. for the Harold Matthews Cup. The SG Ball will be an 11.30 a.m. kickoff. And the Tasha Gale, which is the girls' junior competition, will be at 1pm. So a triple header for anyone that wants to venture down to Kenthurst in northern Sydney. So much footy. It's all happening already. We're very excited for it, as you can tell. And we look forward to bringing you more updates around these competitions. Uh, We'll share some links for those that are going to be live streamed and also the news that's coming forward from the clubs in terms of signings, etc. As I said, absolute bumper, bumper season ahead. Can't wait. A big thank you again to our... Major sponsor, Sharp Central Coast. Uh, They're an absolute gun business provider for your document and printing solutions. Make sure you reach out to Nathan and the team. Until next week, enjoy the first proper week of Rugby League for 2023, and we look forward to bringing you plenty more across the season. Go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson. Runs to the line, he's got Buxton with him, it's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. You're listening to Lead Newcastle, Newcastle Hunters Home Rugby League.